Welcome to the Matron Saint of Nightmares podcast. I am the Matron. And I am her loyal acolyte. Uh, this is a podcast about horror movies from a mental health perspective. Uh, why are we doing this? Yeah, that's a great question. I never liked horror movies until um, I had a client. So I am a, I'm a clinical social worker. I'm a mental health therapist, and I work typically with um, veterans with, uh, to work on their combat trauma and other kind of low-income folks in the community. And I was working with one client um, who was, like, obsessed with horror movies, and I told her, you know, I just don't get it, what's going on. And she said, well, nothing else kind of tells the stories that, like, make me relate to my own experience. And she also said they're stories of survival, or at least attempted survival. Okay. Which I think is kind of a cool way to look at it. And so ever since then, I've gotten just, like, obsessed with it. And I think because of, like, you know, doing therapy for a living, I've heard all of these horror stories, you know, just hundreds of them. And at a certain point in time, like, you start realizing that a lot of the stories that are told um, aren't, like, reflective of some of those more darker experiences. And I think in my job, I kind of run towards those to kind of look at them and examine them. Hmm. Um, And I think horror movies do the same thing. I think that's dope. So why is it specifically nightmares? You know, because there's, there's a, you know, in the Catholic tradition, there's a saint of a lot of different things. Why nightmares specifically? Yeah, I think nightmares are fascinating. Um, with post-traumatic stress disorder um, or PTSD, people really, it, it's very common for people to experience like really vivid, really um, horrific nightmares. And I think that, you know, while that's a terrible experience and we tend to want to run away from it, I think that they often give us information about what our experience is like. And so even though, you know, in the, in the moment they suck, they can also lead us to like find out more about ourselves and our fears and, you know, how we're processing things that we experience in our life. And so that's kind of how I think of horror movies too. They're, they're ways that we try to process things, process stories. Yeah. In a lot of ways they they kind of reflect the sort of generalized fears that, I think each sort of generation has, right? Because there's there's uh, certain things that people were scared about in the, the 70s or more right. focused on or even culturally, right? Um, Godzilla is not necessarily a horror, but that, that yeah, yeah, it, yeah. it's a reflection of their sort of nuclear fears or something like that. And um, I mean, we can maybe do a further study, but I'm sure, you know, throughout the history of horror movies, they reflected some sort of general generalized fear in, in society so definitely I think that's worth worth exploring as well um okay so today what, 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 what have we watched today we watched the blair witch project today and um i don't know why why did we pick this do you want to talk about that uh yeah i you know i in a sort of a, a counter reference to you i never into horror movies um, it's not something. <laughs> I mean, even since we've met, I've it took me a while to to, to warm up to watching a few, and uh, I'm still scared. And this, we've had to watch this in the afternoon. It's uh, five right now, and so we started at three thirty. Um, Just to be safe, blazing you know? hot California sun, you know. So yeah, it's pretty pretty scary still. Uh, we picked the Blair Witch Project because um, you know uh, both of us grew up in a Christian environment, and so. I think, um, at least for me personally, when I was growing up, uh, the, the church I was part of, the, the, it's a lovely church growing up in, but 
um, one of the particularities <laughs> that they had was they were quite anti-Halloween. Um, and when I was a kid, um, this movie came out in 1999, so I still remember um, my church would do these things on Halloween. They call it Hallelujah Night. And, um, <laughs> awesome. It was meant to be this, <laughs> you know, it was meant to be an alternative activity for you to do sure, on Halloween. Sure. And um, the, we, uh, one of the, one of the, f- the highlights was... Um, they would uh, hide candy in different parts Sick. of the church, and um, and they would. It was weird because it, would, it was oddly reflective of something kind of scary because they would hide candy and they turn off all the lights and you bring a flashlight and and so <laughs> you get you get the trick or treating in right you, sure, you get the candy sure. from the trick or treating, uh-huh. um, and then also uh, you get the sort of simulate yeah the creepy activity of sure. being in the dark looking for candy yeah. and so it satisfied that and then we would have classes where you know some of the older kids from church would volunteer to teach and and uh, one of the main themes was that year was the Blair Witch Project and you know I was never into watching horror movies that uh, was I couldn't sleep after watching uh what was it um Saving Private Ryan so that was a horror movie <laughs> yeah. for me yeah you know? um I get that though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, with, with you know that veterans, tracks. yeah, that tracks. you know, you yeah. were just talking about the, how how you know. I mean, yeah. we know those things are horrifying, anyways. But, right, right. Um, in, in the Blair Witch Project, for some reason, stuck out to me, particularly because it was talked about as a young to me at, at a young age, but it had to do with the occult yeah. too, and so I think the church was particularly against something like that, um, and so. Um, there, there was sort of this general, you know, the movies about these these kids that are making this documentary, mm-hmm. um, and so it's kind of them looking for it. And, and, and right. as a kid, you know, sort of things in the spiritual realm or the the, the demonic were were typically um, we were taught to to not pursue it because you know that's how you got possessed or that's, that's how, how they found you. Yeah, that's how they found like, you. Got you a know? hold of you. Yeah, exactly. If you if you're interested, then then you know. So I've always stayed away from it and you yeah. know it's not the first horror movie to ever be made but it was the first one actually that was talked about the most so this right. is actually a bit of a milestone because it was the first one that i was scared of without even knowing about it right right, right. Um, and i think actually it's an interesting one to look at because it is that found footage format yeah. um which you know sparked a lot of the other ones later on the paranormal activity mm-hmm. and cloverfield and so it, it is sort of a pipe I don't know, pioneer of a genre, but at yeah, least, it was different. It was yeah, different at, at least in our was... lifetime, for sure. And, mm-hmm. You know, quite low budget, and so um, you know, it's a good exercise and good, great filmmaking. It was great film, I think, overall. Right? Yeah, it was interesting for um, sure. And Hallelujah Nights sound um, like ragers. Yeah, I, I mean, I have very, you. I have very fond memories of them. Um, yeah, I got some trick or treating in as a kid. Uh, you know, you got so some candy. They kept you away from the demons. Yeah, cool. ex- exactly. <laughs> um, and. Uh, yeah, so, um, I don't know, should we just start start talking about it? Yeah, yeah. let's do it. Um, yeah, it was it was an interesting movie. Um, yeah. I, I suppose my first question is, what was your psychological evaluation, right? Because mm-hmm. um, not not actually typical in, in in that we don't see what's going on. Right. Um, we and, have a very limited perspective. Yeah, and, and it creates a lot of space for your imagination. Mm-hmm. So, anyways... Yeah, I think that's like one of the that's like my favorite thing about the film, I think, is is that and I can't believe I said film because they use that word a hundred thousand times in this movie and it's so pretentious and these yeah. students are like or um the main student, Heather, which I think everyone universally agrees sucks. But 
I am the matron saint, not the patron saint. So I do have to say, like, I'm a little irritated by like that trope of like ambitious woman uh, leading yeah, everyone sure. to their death yeah, to the be go-getter. to be finished off by a witch who, in itself, you know, back in the day, was like a projection mm-hmm. of a woman who was like outside of the bounds of like what was appropriate. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, I think that that was. I kind of rolled my eyes at that a little bit, but Heather does really suck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's tough. It's She's interesting tough though because they they do some interviews in the beginning of mm-hmm. their sort of journey, um, and they they interview some people in the town outside of the woods they go into, and they ask about. It. I didn't really leave that part of the movie feeling like you knew much about what was going on, right? right. But I think that served the purpose of sort of creating this mystique, right? Mm-hmm. I think, um, at least from my experience, you kind of like slowly start to figure more things out in the movie. And I think that's what makes a lot of movies not as scary eventually, yeah. is you start to figure it out and what is unknown becomes known. And so that de- kind of decreases your fear or whatever, you know? But this one, it, it maintains this tension, right? And, and, mm-hmm. and <laughs> you know, it's not really about how many witches we've seen at the end, right. but it's about the friends that we've lost along the way. Right? <laughs> they, they, it's like this, like, they weird... They just hate each yeah, other. Yeah, they, they hate each other. And, um, <laughs> I mean, maybe not necessarily in, like, a, what's it, um, a Lord of the Flies, like, no. social breakdown, but there yeah. is absolute social breakdown. Totally, right? totally. And, and you sympathize with a they lot panic. of people. Yeah. Yeah. I think their, yeah, their response was really cool. I, I like how the, the interviews in the beginning, how they were, it was exactly how like a, like a folklore kind of thing would happen in a town. Right. Like I know like growing up, I had like a legend in our town that involved murder, mm-hmm. you know? So it was like, there was this house on the corner and we were all like, that's where yeah. this terrible thing happened or whatever. And I feel like that that's how they talked about it in the show with the woman saying like, you know, I'm not going to go up there. The woman with the child in the beginning where the child was like saying, no, don't talk about it. I thought that that was kind of good. It was yeah, creepy. Yeah. Um, they had enough people yeah. kind of be like, I've heard of it. You know, and the, the one lady, I, yeah, it was funny because I was trying to think of like, uh, one of the things that we can do is, you know, who are you in the movie? Right. Yeah. And, and I, like that. It, I was thinking about it in the, in the beginning and I, I thought, I'm that baby that that mom was holding because the mom was trying to stop. talk about it. And the baby's like, stop fucking talking about it. You know, trying to, trying, to, trying to shut her mom's mouth. And I was like, but but it was something like that. That lady was like, to me, kind of important. Not important, but um, she was basically like, oh, yeah, I've heard of it. You don't really believe it. And mm-hmm. they're like, do you ever go up there? And she's like, no, nah, <laughs> I don't go up there, you know. That's the it's line kind of, of my like, belief, yeah. Like, I've heard about it, you know, I don't really. But I think um, for me, um the weird local legend that we had was there was um, uh, there was a park that I live really close to. And it was a, it was a you know, um, one that my friends in middle school and high school would go to. And, and it was said that at, at night, if you, if you look in the back of the park, there was a girl in a white dress. And Ooh, that was like creepy. the freaky thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, and never really believed it, but I never was looking for her. Right. And so it was kind of like that, like those interviews in the beginning. They did a good job of interviewing, you know, old grumpy guys that was kind of like, you know, like, you know, and and so, yeah, I thought that that was really well done. Yeah. I think I might be Mike. I could see myself being Mike, which I hate that. I hate to say that, but, you know, I could see myself doing something stupid like throwing the map. Although I would hope that I wouldn't. Yeah, just to kind of, he was he was lashing out, right? He was he lashing was, he out. Was like, he lost it. Yeah, he was, he was like, like, well, uh, he was sort of like, 
he made the map the object of his rage. Right. When in fact he was mad at Heather because she wasn't doing the map right. Right. I, I don't know if you can hear this, but this is the Hellhound Chihuahua. The one-headed Cerebrus whining. Yes. Calm down, Hellhound. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think, yeah, he, he projected it onto the map and he was just very angry. And I think they all kind of got very angry. Yeah. Um, but Mike also like kind of went through that thing in the end where he was kind of the, I feel like he, he tried to hold it together. Like yeah. he was, he was trying to like calm people down there yeah. the end, after he fucked up. Yeah. Because I think in, in those situations, it's easy as a viewer to be like, Oh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. You know, it's the classic mm-hmm. horror movie watcher thing where it's like, Oh, yeah. you idiot. You know? know, but actually I felt like everybody in this movie I could kind of relate to even mm-hmm. Heather at times, mm-hmm. you know, cause uh, as as eager and naive as she was, uh, you know, especially coming from a creative background, um, yeah, I, I there's a part of me that believes that people who drive creative processes sometimes are assholes. Uh, oftentimes right. they are, you right. know. And you know, you can make we we could talk about whether or not it's necessary in the creative process, but she was driving the project. She, I, th- I think, she was doing a decent job at it. She was constantly working, right? Yeah, was shooting and stuff like that, but. When it comes to life and death, you know, yeah. you, you probably should just focus on getting yourself out of the woods. I don't know. Yeah, she was yeah. she her priorities weren't exactly straight. And I think that's partially because she felt like super out of control too. Like I think they mm. all like the three of them kind of handled it differently, and I thought that was interesting. Mm, okay. Um yeah. like when they got to the pile of the rock, the pile the first pile of rocks, mm-hmm. right? Um so I think like in like, um, I don't know if it's like s- some sort of Celtic folklore with mm-hmm. um, witches. Um, like piles of rocks are, are like carns. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so like I think that those like when they happen upon those carns and stuff, which by the way, I think there were seven. Mm, and there were okay. the seven students that died. So I wonder uh, if it was like a, okay. maybe I should Google that before yeah, I yeah, say yeah. anything. But um, but when they happen upon those, like everybody kind of had their own reaction like yeah. she was trying to like film everything and keep yeah. it careful. And Mike was like, just trying to kind of stay away. Although he kicked those rocks yeah. on accident. And then, um, and Josh was just kind of like very uncomfortable. Yeah. That's interesting. Cause it's an interesting point that you bring up because her trying to keep it together was focusing on the project. Right. It's like, this is what I can do. Right. Like, I could, I could, I could make sure that I have this footage, um, you know, even, and, and, and it, it was weird because there are times where, it, it didn't seem like they took the situation seriously. But I, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I also don't know how it would be, right? Because how hard is it to, to be lost in the woods, right? I, mean, I, I was thinking about that the whole time, right? You, 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 do you follow the water? Like, why did they just follow yeah. the, 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 the streams? Right? Right. There was a stream they could have followed or, or you know, the, their, their strategy was we're going to just head south. and On the stream, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Head, head south on the stream. Yeah, yeah, you know. And... Um, so, yeah, I mean, you, you know, think part of the experience of watching horror movies is you're constantly, like, <sighs> putting yourself in their shoes and being totally. like, would I do something different, you know? And, and constantly the answer is, yeah, I would. But right. I actually think they represented quite well the sort of, like, no, you actually don't know what you would do because I think their moves were, weren't were too bad. Like, right. they, they did what they could, really. Right. Yeah. I think Heather's, like, direction sucked, but yeah. but also, like, they did it seemed like they were going south all day and they still ended up at the same spot. So yeah. I wonder if it's like a witchy magic situation. Yeah. Why they also got lost. Yeah. But I like what you said too about like Heather focusing on 
on the project or whatever. Cause like Josh, when he kind of loses it and he tells her, um, I see why you like this little video camera so much. It's not quite reality. Right? Yeah. Like he's like, Oh, you're hiding behind this because it's like distracting mm. you from like what we're going through right, right now. Right. Which makes a lot of sense because then, you know, a little bit later on when she realizes that they are at the same log that they passed yeah. in, the, yeah, in the yeah. morning. Yeah. You could tell where she's mm-hmm. like, Oh shit. Like she has a panic attack. Yeah. yeah. At first she's like, no, 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 that's not the log, but she's in denial. Even yeah. though She knows. Yeah. And, uh, well, well, you know, I'm, I'm being mean right now, but this is, um, there's a couple times where she, she is crying on camera and it reminds me of those TikToks or those Instagram stories of people I don't know what it is. It's like influencers. They're crying. Selfie crying. Yeah, yes. selfie crying. You know, and it just had a weird flashback. It's weird because it's 1999. You know, yeah. pre-social media, and, and and obviously it's probably not the origin of it, but right. it is like a proto. Right. Like, uh, if only we had of, known where we were going. Exactly. This. Right. <laughs> this, this girl's crying, and she's making this. I mean, to be fair, I, I get it. Like she's making this apology, right? She's apologizing to the parents of everybody, yeah. and, and she's having this moment where she's like, "I'm sorry." Like. It was my fault. Yeah. You know, the guy said so. And I don't think necessarily she was addressing that, but she was like, yeah, fuck, that fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think that's, and that's kind of like the iconic moment, right, of the movie. Yeah. Because that's like what was on the posters and what like people talked about kind of at that moment with her. Um, but when she was at, when she was having that panic attack, when she kind of realized that they were fucked, um, she was doing something that is, it's actually pretty cool. Like, I, I think there's been a lot of critiques on like her acting ability, you know? Mm. Um, and since this movie came out, but, um, one thing that they do that I think is cool is she repeated. She's like, that's not the same log. That's not the same log. And then she repeated like, that's the same log. That's the same log over yeah. and over again. And that like, you know, anybody who's been around somebody who's been in shock, um, that's mm-hmm. like a really common response for right. them to repeat them. Like I've, I've worked with people who've just said, um, like maybe for an example, let's say like a disaster happened and they lost their home. Um, and, uh, I'd be working with them and they would be saying like, I let, I left the oven on. I have to go back. I left the oven on. Mm. And you're like, well, no, the oven's actually gone. Your whole house is gone. Right. right? Yeah. Like it's, it just takes, yeah. Like you're we can't compute it. Telling right? yourself. Exactly. Like, like just even the amount of times that you repeat it, you're hoping that it's grounding you, kind of. Yeah. And okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, that's fascinating. Yeah. And we get stuck in these loops where like sometimes people just repeat it over and over and over and over yeah. again. Yeah. yeah. That's interesting. I didn't actually, I didn't know that there was a critique about the actress's performance, but I actually thought, you know, I mean, I'm not a very good read on acting performances, but it was convincing because yeah. you, you, you hated Heather at some point, know. you know, was, yeah. what was that moment where, uh, was that moment where i think when they lost the map yeah and they were like going back and forth right they were they were saying he was like i gave it back to you i know that and she's like well i keep it in the same place and it's not here so you guys must have taken it and and i mean obviously they're blaming each other even though likely the we know the explanation that it was oh no actually well we eventually we find out that mike kicks it into the stream but but there are definitely moments where uh she's just tough she's yeah. tough she's a she's just she's tough to take tough to handle yeah yeah she's just so sure of herself and yeah. and she kind of like debriefs that at the end when she's like giving her apology speech yeah and yeah, she yeah, says yeah. like you know yeah she was kind of she was saying like it was all because i wanted control and 
Yeah. And like that, you mentioned that too, as we were watching it. And I know that's like very clear. She's like such a, such a control hound. Like yeah. she's just needs to know what's happening every moment and be able to order people around. And, yeah. Um, yeah. I found that tough. Yeah. That's really tough. It's I really think well, the, the, the tough parts too. One of the, well, the other thing that was tough was when they were like, let's get, let's get a go on. And they see something crazy right something you know mm-hmm. the, the, the 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 sticks the tied up yeah. yeah and all the different little things and she's like yeah 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 i'm coming and she's still filming even you see that the camera is still yeah fixed on that on tough. those objects it was just like i mean you know if this was real i'd appreciate that you made the effort in getting the footage but you know, you're dead now, so I don't know It what to didn't say. pay off. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. yeah. There's her priority seemed like really kind of out of whack. And then also she just didn't take any accountability for getting them lost. Like yeah. when they got lost, she said, Yeah, but we're not gonna get lost today. It's ninety minutes, it's actually two hours, no more than four hours, guys. Like yeah. and she just refused to like accept I got us to this point and How I don't many know. Days where I'm afterwards going. were they lost for they were lost for another four or five nights. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. It was a lot. It was a lot. What about Josh? What do you think about Josh? Josh? Shark tooth necklace guy. <laughs> I think he was, I think he was probably the mutual friend, right? Because Mike was the guy that. Josh got. Got. got to do yeah. The sound, to, to do right? the sound. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I don't actually feel like I saw enough of him. He mm-hmm. was sort of, he actually, one of the things that he said was, you know, you, he was like, you fucked up on the map and not, not being able to read it. And then Mike was the one that kicked it out, you mm-hmm. know, so give me the compass because clear, like, I haven't messed suck. up yet. <laughs> I haven't messed up yet. So right. at least let me hold it until I mess up. So that's kind of what I felt like Josh was. It was, it was uh, Heather and Mike, sort of the main ones butting heads because right. they didn't really know each other. Right. So it was, uh, <laughs> you know, it was the main reason why bands break up is creative different <laughs> creative differences you know and so i think josh was doing his best to try to mitigate that um yeah but uh until he lost it and yeah, then until I think, he lost it and then, then there I was think, a breaking point yeah. and i think he just clearly he was like yeah i think that they all kind of at that point they all realized like we're gonna die and i think mm. i mean to some extent like they started acting like more hopeless yeah and josh yeah, yeah, kind yeah. of josh kind of went off the went off the end he kind of got off on his own thing and then mike was trying to get heather to like help him help josh yeah. and then mike started to be act like the like let's keep the family together guy yeah yeah you yeah. know he had he realized yeah, okay he comes, josh is checked around. out i need to like yeah <laughs> somebody needs to play that role yeah. but i think that they all kind of realized that uh-oh like this is the end and then mike i think was like the only one who was able to hold it together enough to like really try to fight yeah because that one point where he was talking about um, they were fighting Josh and Heather and he was saying like, look, we have to like get a shelter. We have to ration food. We have to plan this out. Like mm-hmm. this is going to be tough. Mm-hmm. Like we need to start now. Mm-hmm. And I feel like he was trying to strategize. Um, but when like Heather was directing them with the map, like nobody, like they were all yelling at her, but like nobody was offering solutions, right? Like yeah, nobody yeah. was like, I know where to go and I'm going to read the map. And- nobody was double checking her work either. Right, <laughs> yeah. right, right. It was just like, yeah, it was a weird, I, I remember a situation where in group projects, or it's classic group project thing. Yeah. Where it's like, oh yeah, that's Heather's job. I'm not necessarily going to check in on Check that. in on it, but she I'm just going to bitch about it yeah. when she doesn't do it right, right. You know, so there's that. Yeah. Um, right. Okay, so well, 
what, what, what's the what's the read on this movie? Well, how would you rate it? Because it's it's a bit of a cult classic. Well, it I is. think it's a classic it in general. Um, we we've watched a few um, sort of horror movies and shows leading up to this. We we have very different <laughs> scales. That's true. Um, That's accurate. So uh, how how would you how would you rate this one out of ten? Uh, okay, we're going Fear Factor, right? Yeah, we're just how scariness. scary was it for you? Yeah, I actually I don't. I mean, I this is a cult classic. I respect it. And I really didn't think it was scary. I thought there were moments that were like a little creepy. Uh-huh. Um, uh, Hellhound. But I think overall, I would give it like maybe a two okay. on a scary scale. Okay. Like yeah, maybe yeah, yeah. one or two, 1.5. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm really going down Bumped for it. Down it. a little. Yeah. I think part of it too is just like the technology factor. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like it's harder to like feel like I'm in it. Okay. Because so yeah, it's you, kind of like shot older and the, I'm just the, the found footage thing didn't quite Yeah, work it either. didn't quite work for me. I mean I respect it. I think it's a really great idea. Have you seen any of the paranormals? I did, yeah. You would you rank I mean, we could we'll probably do it eventually, well, yeah. but would you generally say that that style even the similar style, but you would would you rate that a little higher in Scary Factor or? I think in Scary Factor that's a little bit better, but I think the story's worse. Oh, okay. <laughs> so yeah. so it like kind of gives out, but so I think technique. yeah okay. yeah, but I would yeah I would give it I'm I'm committing to it too. Okay. For Blair Witch Project. Okay. Not I think I think that the ideas are great, but I just don't think it's very scary. Scary. Yeah yeah. yeah. I was just talking about yeah. scary. Okay. Yeah, I actually, you know, it was aided with the fact that we watched it at three in the afternoon <laughs> in the middle of the summer with the sun streaming into the living room. It helps. The yeah, scary it helped factor. a lot. Um, I'd give it like a four All right, for me. Okay, yeah. Okay. If yeah. I watched it by myself at night, uh-huh. it'd be a probably a seven. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. So, Fair. You know? Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, it wasn't too bad. I thought it was really well done in terms of it did a good job of making you feel the things that I think it wanted you to feel. Yeah. Um, and, um, and it was, there's an interesting buildup for sure. Um, but I think it was helpful that it didn't have any like jump scare stuff, right, you know, right. and, and even we, we had to rewind the, the, the last like minute yeah, just, to, just, just to make, make sure. sure what would happen, you know? So, um, so there was, it leaves a lot to the imagination and when the sun's out, it's really hard to imagine really scary shit. So, yeah, I'd give it a, about a four. four on the scary level. All right, right, all right. I think it did a good job of like harnessing people's like desperation and yeah. their emotions in the moment. Like you definitely feel for them. Like yeah. they feel like they're screwed. Mm-hmm. You know, like what do you even do? Yeah, yeah. Thank yeah. God for cell phones because, like, what? That's scary. I mean, maybe we maybe the next one we'll watch uh, the sequel. Yeah, maybe we should. I read a quick thing about it, and they found a YouTube video. So Ooh, it's obviously a little updated. updated. To, uh, a little updated. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, but yeah. Uh, fuck. Why we don't know how to end this? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We can. We can come up with something. Yeah, we'll figure something out. But yeah. uh, until next time. Until next time. Oh wait, we were going to talk about the deaths. The deaths. There's no. We deaths. have to talk about the deaths. Well, okay. So the, the initial idea was that we were going to tally the deaths mm-hmm. um and make some commentary on it but we don't really see them die you do it's true and uh, so i think we could we could leave that for you know more substantial kind of killing next time okay because they end up dying yes but right. you know i think it's i think it's less about that 
Okay. We can skip it. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll figure something out next time. And, uh, you know, hope you guys tune in. Until next time. Sweet dreams. Sweet dreams. <laughs>